Voyage. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Special Agent in Charge, Eric Roman. Today is June 16th. It is uh, 10.05 a.m. And this recording pertains to Richard Sanders, otherwise known as RICO, and his association with Frank Litvak's criminal organization. Our investigation initially was purely focused on Mr. Sanders, as we had evidence suggesting his operation as a contract killer. But our investigation quickly expanded into his suspected employer, Frank Litvak. Based in Chicago, Mr. Litvak's considerable criminal activities include, in addition to murder for hire, human trafficking, drug trafficking, and Medicare fraud, among other crimes. This investigation has grown to include wiretapping phones, um, CIs wearing wires, field agents bugging houses, restaurants, apartments, cars, and so on. Rico and Litvak are based in Chicago, but our investigation also reached to Hawaii, where their criminal activities extended to. Hundreds of hours of recordings have been obtained in furtherance of this investigation of Mr. Sanders and Mr. Litvak. Rico Sanders' story begins in Chicago with an extremely valuable piece of jewelry, valuable enough that it would get someone killed. We got a problem. What? The fence lifted the necklace. He split to Hawaii. Hawaii? Robert? Honolulu, specifically. Had a note on his calendar. Jesus. Yeah. You know what that thing's worth? I can guess. Got your ticket yet? Yes. Good. Call me back when you get there. Find that necklace. Find Robert. Robert. Why can't we talk here? We've tried to. We need a change. I'll think about it. But I need a few months to get some things in order. I've already made the plans. We're going tomorrow, or I'm going with Rachel. If you want this marriage to work, you gotta start thinking about us. It's tomorrow, or not at all. Well, I guess it's not at all. I'll send you a postcard. (gasps) Plane's boarding, Robert. Hear me out. I have a good reason I'm not there. Actually, two reasons. Two surprises for you. Get on with it, then. Well, just give me a chance to explain, okay? The first surprise is that I bought something for you. Something you won't believe. As much money as you need right now, you shouldn't. I want at the track. Big. Are you playing with me? Can I buy something nice for my wife? Do you want me to answer that? Okay, the second surprise is I'm on my way to the airport now. I'm coming with you. What? Don't you want me to? I mean, this was your ideal. And now you're upset with me after I pulled all these strings to get away and surprise you at the last minute? I wanted you to come two weeks ago. Rachel will understand. Why should she have to? I have a seat on the plane at my own hotel room. 
It's a free country. Hey, Gene, I'm sorry, baby. I gave him a shot. He didn't take it. I wasn't going to be looking over my shoulder every day, waiting for him to show up. I already have enough reasons to watch my back because of the things I can't control. Him, I could control. You don't deserve to be treated like that. I'm leaving town for a few days. I hope you call me back. I'd like to see you before I go. Frank is Robert. I've been expecting to hear from you. I'm glad you didn't disappoint me. What do you mean, disappoint you? You know what I mean. I do? Where is it? Where's what? You're going to make me say it? The necklace. Well, it's with me. Where else would it be? You were supposed to have it fenced by now. What do you think I'm doing with it? I'm in Miami trying to get a better price for it. Oh? Any luck? Lots of luck. In fact, I got another buyer calling me right now. I'll call you back. See that you do. Hey, you gonna be the only angry person in Hawaii the whole trip? Definitely not. He wants to kiss my ass? Let him. I'm having fun. Things between you that bad? I think it's hopeless. Really? All the gambling and debts and women? Seriously? I opened one of his credit card statements. He had charges for hotels in town and flowers and jewelry and women's clothing for months. Dozens of them. Did you confront him? That's the difference between you and me. But it's finally over. I'm leaving him. God, I didn't know it was all that. I'm sorry, V. Don't let us spoil your vacation. Want to hit the beach? Girl, and ruin my hair? Girl, and ruin my hair? I'm talking about waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm going to the room. You coming? I need a drink first. I'll meet you up there. Later. In Hawaii, Evelyn encountered a former boyfriend, a prominent Chicago-based attorney named Paul. What at first seemed like irrelevant recordings, the type of which any investigation worth its salt has hours of, would later prove crucial to how this story would unfold. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Oh my God. Paul, is that you? Evelyn? How long has it been? Well, (laughs) since you got married. You too? You went first. How was Joanne? She... she died last year. I'm, I'm so sorry. Coming here helped. That's awful, Paul. It's life. You here for the lawyer convention? One of the speakers. Hey, you know, I still remember the last time we talked. You mean the worst moment of my life? It was cute. I don't even know what I said after you told me. You said, oh, and hung up. <laughs> I chased you for three years in college. And the minute I got married, you decided to ask me out. Hell of a phone call to get on my honeymoon. You must have been desperate. No, just... Let's not talk about it, okay? Living it was bad enough. Stop. It was funny. Anyhow, you look the same. You must be living right. I don't know about that. 
You too. Robert behaving? It's complicated. I never got that. You and him. He swept me off my feet. And when someone does that, you float about 10 feet off the ground. And you don't see what's going on right in front of you. By the time you land, you hope you can make it right if you try hard enough. But you can't. No matter how hard you try. Anyway, it doesn't matter now. I think it's actually over this time. Really? Yes. Are you alone? Yeah. What are you doing tonight? I thought I'd take in a luau. My friend Rachel and I are going to a luau tonight. Robert forced his way onto the trip, so I guess he's probably coming too. But it should still be fun. Come with us? Robert and I never really got along uh, and... Don't worry about him. Poor Rachel is in an awkward position trying to referee us. She's only here because I pleaded her to come. And she's cute and sweet and, well, a little aggressive sometimes. But you like that anyway, right? You setting me up? Maybe. You think she might sweep me off my feet? <laughs> Our intercepts of various wiretaps eventually revealed an additional complication of the story. Robert was having romantic conversations with a woman who was not his wife, Evelyn's friend, Rachel. Hey, are you by yourself? Yes. Where's Evelyn? Out making plans for us to go to a luau tonight. What? She ran into some guy she knew in college, and the four of us are supposed to go. She just texted me. Which reminds me, it was more than a little awkward coming over here with her in the first place, and then to have you show up out of the blue. Uh, come on. I explained all that. Like you do everything. You know when she's coming back? She didn't seem in a rush. Why? I'm coming to your room. What is it? No, no, not on the phone. What's the big mystery? Would you stop with that? I picked up a necklace. Accidentally. Turns out it's Livvax. I didn't know what to do, so I came here to buy some time. Give it back. You don't understand. I took it to a jeweler and had it appraised. This necklace is worth millions. But now I have to deal with Livvac. Screw him. No, no, no. This isn't the guy you can cross without thinking twice. Sounds like you already did. This is the real deal. It's got to be handled right. Either you give it back or you keep it. There's no in-between. No, I'm going to call him. And say what? What's the name of the guy from college? Paul. Elliot? You know him? Oh, yeah. I know him. What's that supposed to mean? Later. Now I gotta call it back. Put it on speaker. Why? I won't say anything. Just put it on speaker. Listen, Rachel, not a word. I'm serious. It's me again, Robert. Yeah, they got this thing. Call her ID, Robert. I know who it is. Look, I bumped into this jeweler at this hotel, and by coincidence, you know, one thing led to another, and he asked if he could take a look at the necklace. I said, why not? And long story short, well, I couldn't believe it. Say it. I wasn't sure you knew. Well, now you are. You didn't tell me what it was worth. Your appraiser was wrong. My fee should be higher. You trying to shake me down? All you had to do was deliver the thing to our buyer. You are a glorified rideshare driver, and you think you're entitled to more? You're lucky you got this. I should have left your ass to the wolves when I met you. Instead, I gave you money when no one else would, when you needed it, bad, because you
you're a degenerate shit gambler that makes other degenerate shit gamblers reevaluate their lives. And guess what? Now, I'm the wolf. Hold up, hold up. S- slow down. I'm not saying all that. Of course I'm not. But from the way the jeweler looked at it, I'm sure he thought I stole it. I mean, I would never mention your name, but he knows I'm staying at the hotel, and if he calls the police, I'm just like... Even you aren't that stupid. I'm just saying, if you're saying I'm in danger now, and the police talk to me, well, I need to make sure I'm safe, you know? Stop dancing and just say it. All right, fine. We negotiated a fee, and now the fee should be higher. Good. Thanks for not lying again. Now, you're not getting a goddamn penny. Hey, how about we take it for ourselves, you son of a bitch? And if you try anything, we'll turn it over to the cops. Who the hell is this? Don't you worry who this is. When you want to talk, you know how to reach us. Woman, you... what the hell are you doing? Accidentally, huh? That's what you're upset about? Do you know what you've done? Didn't you hear him? He blew you off. I don't care what he said. I told you, you don't cross him. Now you're a fence for someone like that? It's just a one-time thing. Sure. Now I'll be lucky if I make it back to Chicago alive. I told you, there's no middle ground. What does that mean? Meaning we leave. Start fresh someplace. He'll find us. Not if we're smart. You have all the answers, don't you? I try. Well, you ready never to see Chicago again? There are plenty of Chicagos. Think about it. No debt, no lip back, no Evelyn. Just you and me and a few million dollars. That doesn't sound bad. Not bad at all. Hey, Gene, I'm going to keep calling until you answer. I'm in Hawaii. You ever been to Hawaii? I'm in my room. Well, technically outside my room on the balcony, looking down at the Pacific Ocean. I bought a piece off a guy here. He tells me I need some more protection. Tosses me a thing of sunblock. You know I love Chicago. Maybe I get used to this. Maybe you could, too. Great view, huh? Are you expecting someone else? No, why do you ask? You keep looking behind you. You having fun? Rachel and I are. You really know how to twist a knife, don't you? Spare me. Okay, maybe I deserve that. Maybe. Listen, V, I told you I hit it big at the track and I had a surprise for you. And the first thing I did was to go out and get something for you. I know things haven't been great between us for a while and I wanted to try to make it up to you. I thought I'd have enough time to get back before you left for the airport, but of course I didn't, and I didn't make it. And since you and Rachel were headed over here anyway, I just thought I'd tag along and we could celebrate. V, come on. If you're telling the truth, then I'm happy you won some extra money, and I'm happy you finally realize what's happened to our marriage, but it's a little late for an apology. I know what you're thinking. But all that's in the past. I mean, the the gambling, the drinking, staying out all night, all of it. Listen, I know I've made some mistakes, but I didn't start out like you did. Your parents gave you everything you wanted. Robert, please. Damn, V, let me finish. I came from nothing. I was the first one in my family to finish college. My dad even cried when I opened my first business. And I ran it well enough to open a second location. I'm not some hustler who... Who's done nothing. Until you gambled away all the profits. V, come on. I won't even mention the women or shady characters you're involved with. Will you with. just hold up a minute? Look. Oh. I didn't even have time to have a gift wrap. 
It's beautiful, but... But what? You're trying to buy me. I want you to have it. That's all. You deserve it after putting up with me for so long. Robert, you... Please, do me a favor. Hang on to it while we're here. If you still want to give it back to me, I'll return it when we get back to Chicago. Okay? No. Okay. Have it your way. Just... Just promise me you'll wear it tonight. Just let me see you wear it one time. Fine. Go away. I'll see you later. I love you, Evelyn. Gene, I'm on the beach. I took my shoes and socks off. Feet started to burn, so I dipped them in the water. Thinking of you standing here beside me, watching the water run over your toes, seeing your hair catching the wind. I'd buy you a hundred bikinis. You could wear a different one every day. You know, Hawaii is the most isolated population center on the planet. The closest landmass is 2,400 miles away. They have their own time zone. It's like another world here. I wish you were here. I know this didn't like me to go on like this. But this place does something to you. Damn it. Get another call. I have to take this. Call me, Gene. You ducking me too now? I'm here. Robert found out what he's holding. It looks like he grew some balls. Or at least his wife did. Yeah. She told me off. Well, don't worry. You won't have it for long. But after this, don't call me. When I get it, I'll let you know. Hold on. What? They aren't walking away from this. Meaning? Don't be cute. The woman, too? Especially the woman. Well, you know how I feel about that. Stop asking questions. Just do it. This concludes recording session one regarding the Sanders Litvak case. We'll continue the facts of this case chronologically with recording session two that will detail the initial killing connected to the necklace. Mahalo with a bullet is a production of Voyage Media. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or anywhere you're listening. This helps more people discover the show. And subscribe now for future episodes. If you're interested in hearing more of Rico's story, you can check out Pigeon Blood Red, the novel this series is based on, written by Ed Duncan on Amazon. A link is in the show notes.